Today's show is pre-recorded. to the voice uh, come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show today is real simple for everybody that's trying to become successful on any level in any arena any genre i don't care what it is if you're trying to be successful this message is for you let me help you understand something real clear you ain't gonna make it the way you want to And you're not going to make it to the heights that's fully out there and available for you without God. I'm just going to keep it real simple and clean for you today. You're not going to make it the way you want to. And you're not going to get to the heights that's available to you without God. You have to get this through your head. You can try it if you want to, because I did. I'm here to tell you, I am talking purely from experience here. You can try it without God and you can see how far you can get. Will you have some measures of success? Of course you will. Will it feel like days like you might make it? Of course you will. But let me ask you a question though. What you gonna do about them days when you feel like you ain't gonna make it? When you gonna do about them days where it feel like there are no answers to your questions? What you gonna do about them days? What you gonna do about them days when everybody laughing at you and turn against you? What you gonna do about them days when you just don't see no way through it? What you gonna do about them days? I got the sunshine. You know, sunshine, cool. Everybody got friends when it's sunny outside. You want some friends? Hit the lotto. You wanna get rid of them friends? Go ask for some help. Man, I'm talking about, man, they scatter like roaches when lights come on. I'm trying to tell you. So now, here, here we go again. You can do this without God now, because I've done it. 
And you can have yourself some measure success. Let me even hip you to a little bit closer, though. Let me tell you why you are doing it without God and having some measure of success. Can I tell you why? Because of God's grace and mercy to us. Because of his grace and mercy trying to keep us in spite of ourselves for the real mission that he really got for us. See, that's the truth of the matter now. Now what we're talking about now, Steve. See, so, yeah, yeah, you can do it without God, and you can have some measure of success without God. And, yeah, you know, you know, yeah, you got your little degree and everything. Or yeah, you completed the program, got all that, yada, yada, yada. But don't you know something? It's because of God's grace and mercy that he helps us anyway, when, even when we ain't asking for help, when he bails us out anyway, when we ain't even asking to be bailed out. You know why? Because he loves us that much that he would allow us to exist until we get our mind together where he could take us away really trying to take us. Let's get this real straight and clear today. You can do this without God if you want to. But I am telling you, to get to where you really want to be and to be all that God has for you, you got to have God. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. And let me tell you this here. I don't really care what nobody done told you. Are you listening to me? I don't care what they say. Don't get this thing twisted. They got these people out here talking about they Illuminati's and all this here. Man, don't, don't listen to me. Don't get caught in this mess. Don't get caught in no foolishness. You were created by God. God created you and your soul. We were all created in his image. All of us. Don't get to talking about you finna cut a deal with the, with the devil and all. You ain't cut no deal with nobody, man. The devil don't do deals. He one-sided. I'm taking you to hell. You going to hell. You are burning hell. That's his deal. I want your soul. I want you to lose hope. I want you to take your life. I want you to take some other people's lives. I want you to feel hopeless. I want you to realize that there ain't no God. That's his whole deal. His whole deal is negative. Oh, he can talk you into dealing drugs if you want to, but let me tell you something about this. I watch these shows all the time. Drug, ink, and all this here, cocaine, mafia, everybody on now. Go to jail or get killed. Our prisons is filled today with our young boys because they thought they could outslick the system. They thought they had a way. They thought. They sitting up in here and they fell for the old cliche, man, I got to do what I got to do. I got to get this money. Well, the only reason you got to do what you got to do is because, like I say all the time, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. It is but because of his grace and mercy that we exist. And God is just taking care of you, looking out for you. Got some angels encamped around you until you get your mind right so he can get you where you're going. But now I want you to understand something. There's a cost and a consequence and a penalty for everything we do that's outside the will of God. That's for all of us. All of us have consequences penalties, and everything that we got to deal with outside of the will of God. Understand that clearly. Don't get this thing twisted sideways. You understand me? You know, I heard a, uh, a young man tell me one day, he said, uh, Steve, you know, man, I just don't see how God looking out for me if he would allow all these things to happen to me. I'm having such a hard time in my life. I really don't see how there's a God looking out for me. I looked at the young man. I said, let me ask you something, man. You still breathing? He said, yeah, I'm standing here talking to you. I said, you're still free. He said, what you mean? I said, you ain't locked up, are you? He said, no, I'm standing here talking to you. I said, where you get them clothes from? I bought them. I said, well, you bought them with what? I bought them with money. I said, where you get the money from, young man? He said, I got a job, Mr. Hart. I got a job. I said, well, well, where you live, though? He said, I got an apartment. 
I said, well, where you get the apartment for? Mr. Harvey, I'm working. I got an apartment. I got a job. I said, oh, okay. Okay. So now, this this God ain't looking out for you, thing. Fin- finish telling me what you're telling me. Well, see, man, I'm having it real hard right now. I said, hey, hey, man, are you, are you hungry? You, have you had lunch yet? He said, yeah, 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 I already had lunch. Yeah. I, I said, oh, okay, okay. So go on, finish telling me about this, how God ain't looking out for you. He, he said, oh, and you know, man, every every time I try to do something, it seemed like it go wrong for me. I said, but let, let, let me ask something, man. I said, every time it go wrong for you, I say, somehow you survive it. He said, yeah, yeah, I, I survive it some kind of way, but it still be all messed up for me. I said, but, but you still got through it, though. He said, yeah. I said, okay, man, go on and finish telling me how, how, how God ain't looking out for you. And he stopped. He said, hey, Mr. Harvey, he said, how come every time I tell you something that's going wrong, you keep telling me God looking out for me? I said, because you're still here, man. I said, see, you don't understand it. I said, you seem to think that you're supposed to just, you're supposed to skate through life, that it's all supposed to go how you want it, any kind of way. I said, man, these is the test of your faith. I said, God looking out for you the whole time. I said, every time you tell me something going wrong, you seem to turn around and tell me how you survived it. You keep telling me what ain't going right, but you keep telling me all these things you have. I said, man, so what you got to do is you got to stop looking at the what you ain't got column and start focusing on the what you do have column. But if you ain't happy with nothing he done done for you, you want him to keep piling stuff on? I said, you failing the test, young man. The test is, are you grateful for where you are right now so I could give you more so we can move forward? He said, oh, man, I never even looked at it like that. I said, well, why don't you take your blessed self on somewhere and sit down? He said, man, I think I'm going to go on over here and let you finish talking. I said, thank you, son. Sometimes you just got to look at what you do got, folks. That's all it is, okay? You can't make it without God, y'all. You got me today? All right, let's be clear. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. It is upon us. It's morning time. You know what I was just thinking? I said, man, how cool is it to be able to say good morning? How cool is it to be able to just count yourself in the number of people who are alive and well? I'm one of them. How about you? Let's get it on. Steve Harvey Morning Show invites you to live in the day. And make it and make today a great day. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry. Happy Friday, Steve. Hey, Carla Pharrell. What's happening, Steve? Never mad on a Friday. What's up, crew? Junior. Uh, put me in the number. Good morning. Uh-huh. You in there. <laughs> Nephew Tommy. Yay, yay. Friday. Magic City class. Birmingham. Hot hand. Always. Oh, yeah. Oh, you at the classic, Tommy? Yeah, I'm at the Magic Magic City City Classic. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I know Alabama going to win. going on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Got all mine on Alabama. (laughs) Interesting game. Yeah. So, you're still in the motherland. Still in the motherland, Mm -hmm. uh, Johannesburg. Um, we, I, I start filming, uh, uh, today. Okay. Oh, okay. Today. Family Feud. Okay. okay. Yeah. You yeah. lost a little track of time there. Yeah, there. I don't really know where y'all <laughs> am. I am, so. Trying to do the math with the time zone. In your head. I think I filmed today, tomorrow, <laughs> yesterday, day after. Right. We can, but I'm, we but, can. but can I tell you something? That jet lag yeah. is real. 
don't you yeah. think? Uh-huh. Because, man, you know, I left from L.A., so I left Family Feud, Ooh. and I went straight to Dubai. That's uh, 15 hours. Oh. And then uh, from here to just eight hours. Mm-hmm. From Dubai to Joburg is eight hours. Mm. Uh, it's it's real, man. Jet lag mm-hmm. is real. Because, so like, right now, I really don't know what's going on with my body. <laughs> I <laughs> I think it's morning, but it uh-huh. feel like night, but I'm sleepy <laughs> as hell. But I can't be because it's morning, and right. I'm just... Yeah, I'm you waking so people up. You don't know what's going on. Did you sleep on the Man, plane at all? Like a damn baby. <laughs> <laughs> the whole eight hours? <laughs> hey, man, I flight, you like to I, did, I didn't plane. eat nothing on the plane. Mm, okay. I had a fruit platter. That was it. Uh, uh-huh. And that was it. I, and the rest I didn't was sleep. <laughs> sleep, and I watched two movies. I watched uh, Ben Affleck's movie, uh, uh, Our Town. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bank Robbery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, and then yeah. I watched... Uh, <laughs> Mills, Mills you need to wake up and... <laughs> Is Neil's. it falling asleep? Jet lag is <laughs> no, real. No, I don't know the names of you. Know, I can't remember. All right. Well, think anyway. about it. Uh, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after All this. of a sudden, I got a burst of energy. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> what? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Ask the CLO. The Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey is here. And uh, he's ready to go. This one is from Tara in Arlington, Virginia. Tara says, my husband and I have four rental houses and we have one tenant that's a headache because she's running a barbershop in the house that we're renting to her. I'm at the end. Yeah, I'm at the end of my rope with her. So my husband said he'd go by the house and talk to her. He came home two hours later with a fresh haircut (laughs) and it looked like he got his eyebrows arched. (laughs) I was very upset that he has probably made this problem worse. Um, he told me to calm down and give her a break. Is, is what he did disrespectful? Please help, CLO. Well, it's not disrespectful to you. He was going to say something to her. Well, you know, Steve. she said, you ain't going to talk to me with your edges looking like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, and then, you know, you know, she kind of flipped it on, made him feel bad about the way he was looking at you, your, your kitchen wrong. You know, she used a couple terms to him that he was familiar with and uh-huh. sat down, tighten his fade up. And then one, once she did the eyebrows, though, yeah, that's what? really, yo. I done been to a lot of barbershops back in the day. Ever got the eyebrows done? Ever. I ain't never. never did it either, never. man. Yeah. Never. <laughs> That's the new so, one. His wife was mad. Oh, he came yeah, in there yeah, with yeah. the fresh face. Yeah. Hey, hey, with calm down. Give her a break. Because he probably thinking, she said, let me cut this fool's hair so he can get up off me. Yeah. And I'm going to mm-hmm. give it to him free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he liked the cut. Sounds and he liked, he liked it. Yeah. It's the best he ever looked. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, see, so that's, that could be a problem. Yeah, yeah. She took, the, she took that cape off him, turned him around. <laughs> Man, gave yeah. him a mirror. Yeah. No, you ain't Bam. got your eyes done. <laughs> Not to mention she might be kind of fine. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. no. Yeah. See, I do see yeah. a low head boy. Uh-huh. She better Throw be looking for a new location. 
Because <laughs> that wife is not going to be mad. I mean, not going to be happy about this. All right, moving on. Kim in Oxford, Mississippi says, I'm 39, and I have a husband and a boyfriend, and they met each other recently. My husband oh. went to a lounge Friday evening, and he came home with my boyfriend's business card and laid it on the kitchen counter. I almost passed out. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Yeah. But I pulled it together and asked my husband whose card that was. He said it was a guy he met that does roofing, and he's going to get an estimate from him on fixing our roof. I didn't know we needed a new roof. Uh, should I be concerned? Is this a trap? <laughs> you get well, you get your you ass know. up there and fix that roof yourself. That's what you need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to fix it herself. Don't let him come by the house. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you about this one, Ooh. sister, but you're 39. You find that business card on that desk, boy, you yeah. was, woo. Player woo, you move. was tight, because that, cause that's something a woman would do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Player move you know. right there. But, um. Mm-hmm. Chess. Well, <laughs> he going to have him come over and, and give you all a roof estimate. You uh-huh. need to call ahead to him. Now, I'm going to give you player moves now. Yeah. You need mm-hmm. to call ahead to him, because I don't know if there's a way mm-hmm. that the roofing guy knows that's your husband. I don't know if he knows that. Oh, so yeah. if he doesn't, what you need to do is call Roofer Boy and go, hey, the man you met, you gave God to, that's my husband. Don't bring your ass over here with this roof business. Roof, 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 roof. Because if you climb up on that roof, you'll never climb up on me. No! <laughs> Shut the door! Sip pop tea? Yeah. I mean, it. you know, look. Hey, they doing it now. So we just, I'm advising her like I would a dude. You mm. better get some shingles and get up there and change that damn <laughs> Not do it Ooh. herself, though, Tom. <laughs> now, right. if this was a man I was talking to and a woman was coming, mm. bruh. But like I said, you got to stop this immediately. Yeah. 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 All right. Thank you, CLO. Moving on. Steph hey, it's hot heart. up there. Come on in and get yourself some tea, dog. <laughs> Oh, no. In the house? No. Uh, I bet bet not. I bet not. I'm all All right. Steph, an iHeart app listener, says, I'm about to get married, and my fiancé isn't preparing his home for me to move in. Every weekend, I've been asking him to do little things to improve the house because we're living there until we can purchase a home together. He needs to replace the carpet in the bedrooms, get the hardwoods cleaned, put in a custom shelving system in the closet to accommodate me, and a few other things. I want to hire a contractor, but he won't let me. Is this a sign that he's not ready for marriage? No, not at all. He's not ready to give over the reins to his house. Mm. That's all that is. It's not a sign that he's not ready to get married. And then he don't want to admit that he can't do nothing. You know, men don't like to feel inadequate. I'll get mm-hmm. to it. I'll put it in there. I don't need no uh-huh. uh, 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 contractor. And he does. <laughs> yes, he does. clearly. Because <laughs> this house is to be uh, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, it is. And she doesn't want to move there with dirty carpets and stuff. You know, yeah. if you right. want to marry her, make it right for her. What, what yeah. is, what is the right. problem? Clean it up. Right. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. facts. All right. Uh, Thomas in Arizona says, I'm in my late 40s and I have a crazy ex-girlfriend that uh, showed up at a restaurant while I was on a first date with a woman I met recently. Uh she, she told this girl that I gave her an STI and I sleep whoa, around. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. What happened, yeah. Shirley? 
the ex-girlfriend that showed up at the restaurant when when uh, he was having um, dinner with a woman he recently met, showed up, told the girl, told the, the date that uh, the man gave her an STI and that uh, he sleeps around. And he says, the lady that I was with was unmoved by the lady and uh, we continued our date, but the conversation was strained going forward. She said she doesn't want me to contact her anymore. I really like this one and have been trying to get at her for a while. How do I control the ex and possibly get my girl back? Hmm. Well, you ain't addressed the big elephant in the room. <laughs> that STD. STI. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's what you really need to figure out where the hell that came from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, CLO. Uh, yeah, he needs to deal with that. All right. Uh, coming up next, the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Derek Chauvin invoked his Fifth Amendment right and did not testify yesterday. Also in entertainment news, Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod, well, guys, guess what? They are really over this time. Plus in trending fashion news, who wore it better, Steve Harvey or Fat Joe? We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. Uh-uh. But right now, uh-huh, you wore it better. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got now? Yeah, yeah, let me get in here. Side job cleaner. Side job cleaner. Watch me work now. Take a listen. Hardware store, this is Robbie. How can I help you? Uh, uh, Robbie, I'm trying to uh, get a uh, order in for some construction uh, supplies I need to pick up. That's fine. What's your, what's your company? Uh, a t- uh, roofing company. Roofing company, okay? Have we have we done business with you before? No, no, you haven't. This is my first time calling. I heard you guys were pretty good. I appreciate the compliment. Okay. I, I, now, listen, uh, I need to get this as soon as possible, man. Can I possibly pick up these supplies, like, in the next couple of hours? Uh, well, you know, normally it don't work that fast. It's kind of a quick turnaround. we got a little bit of a backup, but I can I can do my best. It just uh, depends on what you need. Okay, here, here's what I need, man. I need five rolls of duct tape. Okay, that's no problem. That's quick. Okay, I need plastic, man. Listen, if if you was going to wrap up something in plastic that's like about uh, six foot two in height and 200 pounds, how much plastic do you think I would need to wrap to wrap that up in? Okay, just a second. You're, you're asking for plastic, like a roll of plastic? Uh, yeah, but I'm telling I need to wrap up something that's six foot two and like 210 pounds. Uh, I probably would get about three yards, four yards of plastic. Okay, okay, I need to get that. Now, let me ask you this here. If, if, if you was going to try to uh, put some cement on that to hold it down, how much cement do you think will hold that down? I'm, I'm a little confused. You, you're running a roofing company, right? Yeah, I'm a roofing company, but I'm doing a little side work for some friends of mine. Oh, okay, okay. I just got a little confused because you told me this is Tyler's roofing company. No problem, no problem. We've got cement. Wait a minute, you're, you're, you're trying to hold something down? Trying to I'm trying something? to hold something down. So how many bags of cement do you think I need to hold down something that's 220 pounds? Wow, uh, I don't know, eight bags? Eight bags, eight bags. Eight bags, I would recommend at least. Okay, okay, give me eight bags of cement. Now, uh, this is something else I want to ask you. Do you have anything, any type of cleaner, man, that can get uh, that can get blood, I mean, uh, paint off the floor? Yeah, we got industrial cleaners. I mean, we've all kinds of industrial cleaners. That, wait, wait, you said paint? Is it paint or blood? Uh, 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 paint, paint. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've got industrial cleaners of all kinds. I mean, do you have a preference? No, just whatever you could throw in there. I need that. Now, let me ask you this here. 
do, do you have anything that can like just kill a smell? You know what I'm saying? If if you know if you don't want something to smell, you got anything for that? Wait a minute, did some did some did some die in your place? Is this is this some somebody? Did you is there an animal or something you found? I mean, I'm I'm kind of confused. You're talking about smell and cleaning up. Did you find some sort of animal on a construction? Hey, 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 Robbie, listen, man, just take the order. That's all I need you to do. Okay? Okay. No, I, I I'm sorry, I wasn't asking your business. I just was a little concerned. What are we getting? What are we cleaning up? And what are we? I mean, I guess the. Are we cleaning up a tile floor? Are we cleaning up carpet? I mean, what's the what's the cleaner for? What's the what, where's the odor? Okay, sir. All I'm asking you is, do you have something strong enough? Like, do you think ammonia can can keep a smell down? What do I need to keep a smell down? Well, you're definitely gonna need ammonia. I mean, so you you gotta get something to just scrub that right down. Because I mean, whatever that scent is, if it's in your if it's in the walls, if it's you got fabrics in that place, I mean, whatever wherever you got it, you're probably gonna have to have a different type of deodorizer, something for the carpet, something for the walls. I mean, I don't, I I, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm just kind of confused as to as to where the scent's coming from. And, and right, I, I, don't worry about all that, man. Hey, man, listen, just just write down what the order is, okay? I, I got it. You, I got the five rolls of duct tape. I got the, the the four yards of plastic. I got the eight bags of cement. I got the industrial cleaner. I got the ammonia. I'm 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 typing it all in. I got I've got your order. Okay, let me ask you this, here, man. Do y'all have uh, uh, any type of machete? Anything that's real sharp that can what, cut? What? Okay, okay, hold on a second. Now now you're completely off base. You do realize you call the hardware store, right? I'm, I'm calling the hardware store because I need some supplies, man. I'm doing the job yeah. on the side. I need some supplies. Hey, I get that. You t- you said that already, but what I'm confused about is now you're asking for a weapon. What 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 would you use a machete for? I mean, you're you're talking about uh, uh, what? You, you're going to chop down some 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 brush? I don't I don't I don't get it. What, what's the machete for? Hey man, listen, listen. Your job is to take the order, man. That's your job, Robbie. Don't tell me what my job is. I know what my job is. This is my store, man. Okay, I've been working here a lot longer than you even can imagine. And people don't call up asking for ammonia and, and cleaner and, and, and try to get a smell out. I mean, what? I just, I'm trying to figure out how best to help you. I'm sorry, no, but I'm just trying be, to figure what out. What you're doing, Robbie, is you're being nosy. You're being nosy. All you got to do is fill the order and have it, have it done in two hours when I get there. That's all you got to do. I can't do that in two hours. I, I, I can't even. I, I, I'm a little backed up at this point. I, I'm not even sure I can get this done. Maybe tomorrow morning. How, does tomorrow morning work for you? No, oh, man. I got to get rid of this body. I got to get rid of this package what? today. Whoa, 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 whoa. I need to call. Listen, I need to call the police, man. You just said body. Right there. That's the problem. White people always want to call the police when it ain't got nothing to do with them. Listen, all you need to do is fill the order. Okay, okay. <laughs> you listen. I need to tell you something, okay? And I don't know if you if you found a body. I don't know if you're responsible for the body. Either way, I don't want to be any part of this business, okay? I don't know what you're planning or where you're trying to bury this thing, but you're basically asking me to be an accomplice to something that's none of my business. Hey, I need your name right now, okay? What I'm not. It? I'm not giving you my name. You said I told, you called roofing. Hey, hey, listen to me. You said you called from roofing company. Are you? I'm not, I'm not, hey man, let me tell you something. Why you white folks always trying to be authoritative like that? Why you always whoa, whoa, acting like white that? White folks, what the is your problem? It's not about white folks. It's not about purple, green, black, blue, whatever the It's not about white, it's about you asking for That sounds like you're trying to bury your body. Okay, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Are you And you're not What is your name? I need your name. I need your name right now. Hey man, well, first of all, you at work. You're not, you can't, you ain't supposed to be talking to me like this. I don't care if I'm swearing at work. My co- my, 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 my coworkers, the people here, they all know who I am, and they know if I was talking to someone, some piece of you, that I'd be talking like this too, okay? I'm going to trace this call. You hear me? I'm going to trace this call. I'm going to get the cops on your ass and figure out who the 
you are. Okay, okay. Well, let me let me ask you this. Since you want to know who I am, do you know Marcus? I know Marcus. I don't, I don't Marcus. He works here. Okay. I know him. Okay, Marcus is who got me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Robbie, you just got pranked by your coworker, Marcus. <laughs> you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> son of Marcus, Marcus, I see you over there. I see you, little <laughs> I can't believe that. You son of a Marcus. Why don't you tell me this? Harvey Morning got you, baby. Hey, I got to ask you, Robert, you got to tell me this, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? That's <laughs> easy. It's Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good. I'm so good. Oh, you just got to pat yourself <laughs> you on the back. You got a stunt right now. <laughs> Birmingham, tonight is the night. Two shows tonight. Guess what? Added one tomorrow. Four o'clock matinee. That's it. Okay, that's it. We ain't doing nothing else. That's it. All right, we got to go, guys. Uh, We'll deal with you off the air. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, in celebrity couple breakup news, after weeks of uncertainty about their relationship, J-Lo and Alex Rodriguez finally confirmed that they have called off their engagement and are going their separate ways. Yes, they have broken up. Yes, yes, yes. The couple issued a joint statement. Mm -hmm. They, They said, we have realized we are better as friends and look forward to remaining so. We will continue to work together and support each other on our shared businesses and projects. We wish the best for each other and one another's children. So they're done. I was so happy for J-Lo. I was rooting for him. Yeah, I I really was. Well, all of us ain't sad now. I'm not. Why aren't you sad, Junior? I'm going to have to throw myself in this room. I got to put this apartment in this truck. I got to put it in there. This apartment (laughs) in this truck I drive, I got to put it in there. (laughs) Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. I got to shoot my shot with this. <laughs> Just do you, boo. Hey, That's right. Yeah, I gotta shoot my shot with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Truck in this apartment. She's gotta like Jay you for who you What you feeling, girl? Oh, I know you got everything. Jenny from the block. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, I heard she didn't give the ring you. back yet. Yeah, she hasn't given it back so far. Uh, she has not given the ring back. I don't. Um, but you, but one point eight. Hey, wait, listen to me. Mm-hmm. Once you give a woman a ring, it's her ring. You can't we get agree. ring back. I don't know where these dudes be getting this from. I want my ring back. My. But in <laughs> engagement and stuff, it's different, right? It's different nope. if you break up after you give them the ring. It depends That's, on who broke gave, it up and see, all that. She gave her the ring. Mm-hmm. I just I'm don't think you, you, Steve. I, like that. I don't think you can get it back. Well, I would keep it. I'm just saying. How much you <laughs> think mean, this for ring? For the sake of argument, I would definitely keep it. That's yeah. Oh, you gotta give me my two damn million. Ring. Oh, you gotta give me my damn ring back. Two, two me. <laughs> Almost two million. Yeah. Uh, and she get you. to keep it. Okay, well, but see, four years. Have you? Have you ever? Well, done some that? women uh-uh. might not want the ring. Oh, okay. And never will, Carla. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking the ring because and selling it and pawning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I might not want the ring, but I damn sure want 1.8. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Um, Yeah, well, you know, we wish them the best. Sorry it didn't work out. 
really? the point is critical. If you got a million point eight, that's one million, and then eight hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Almost two million, yeah. Well, Steve, we have to get to this story. We wish um, the both of them the best, and sorry it didn't work out, but we have to get to this story, Steve. In trending fashion news, bro, you stole my look. On the shade room, there is a post of you and Fat Joe. You guys are rocking the same Dolce & Gabbana suit, and the shade room asked their followers to vote uh, as to who rocked the, rocked the, the suit best. So, you Ooh. know. This was recently, oh, yeah. like yesterday. yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. So we, we're voting you for say you. say shade room, I'll be doing nothing. <laughs> Everything ain't negative on the shade room. They don't call you blue uh, cheese for nothing, okay? Yeah. Monica, send me the picture. So it. <laughs> it's the denim. It's the denim look, right? Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. casual look, but y'all both look good. That fly. was so fly. Yeah, yeah, it really was fly. And the shoes, everything. It, yeah, it was, everybody, the, the votes and the comments, it was mm-hmm. funny. They say, you know, Steve, he looking fly with the blue cheese, blue with cheese. the cigars. <laughs> and they gave Fat Joe some love. It was cool. Yeah. It was cute. Yeah. Very cute. i have my comment when we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so listen, guys, we have to give a shout-out to Congresswoman Maxine Waters, okay? We call her Auntie Maxine. (laughs) Auntie Maxine snapped at uh, Jim Jordan, who, of course, is a um, congressman from um, the state of Ohio. They were at the COVID hearings with Dr. Fauci, and Jim Jordan just started, you know, pressing Dr. Fauci into a shouting match. He was so disrespectful to Dr. Fauci. Yeah, it was really disrespectful, and and, uh, Congresswoman... Congresswoman Waters had had enough, and uh, take a listen. I don't want you to answer my question. The American people want Dr. Fauci to answer the well, question. What does it have expire, to be? Fire, sir. If you need to respect the chair and oh. shut your mouth. Mm. All right, Auntie. All right, Auntie. <laughs> the Queen has spoken. Yes. Right. But you know that's the thing. You know they act like they can talk over people. People just getting tired. If somebody else was in charge of it and was the chair, you wouldn't be doing that. But see, they always trying to, in their little smart little way, like downplay you. Sister, you ain't running nothing. Well, she is. Well, Jim Clyburn is is the chair, yeah. But He uh, spoke up. But the other thing, too, though, Steve, it was the way Jim Jordan was talking to Dr. Fauci. I think everyone had had enough of that, Mm -hmm. including Congresswoman. It was disrespectful. Yeah, sure it, it was, was totally Tom, disrespectful. Was I totally want the number. The American people deserve the number. What is the number, yeah. Dr. Fauci? <laughs> Don't worry about this. We're going to handle this, Jim Clyburn said in response. He said, I think Mr. Jordan knows me very well. He knows full well that we're going to handle this. Jordan thanked Clyburn, and the hearing moved forward. The end. Okay. See, that's what made me come out of my mask yes. right there. When you start talking to me like that, I'm coming out of my mask. You know what I'm saying? I got you. So you to. can hear me. Who are you, who yes. you talking to? Right. Yeah. Right. But he still thinks Trump is in charge because he was Trump's whipping boy, that Jim Jordan. So anyway, Mm. yeah. Calm it on down. Calm it all the way down, sir. (laughs) It wasn't necessary at all. No, it was just, yeah, we're all trying to get through this pandemic. We're all trying to do what we can do. And 
you know, you're pressing Dr. Fauci as if it's going to end on this day. Right, <laughs> right. right. He, he got a crystal ball. Yeah, he, come on now. Let's play Auntie Maxine one more time. <laughs> I don't want you to answer my question. The American people want Dr. Fauci to answer the well, question. What does it have to be? Expire, sir. If you need to respect the chair and oh, shut oh. your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, she liked that the teacher. Chair. Yes, yes, I love it. And shut your mouth. Yes. <laughs> wow. Uh-uh. You know, Twitter is having a field day with mm-hmm. the people tweeting. Mm-hmm. Auntie, Auntie out here telling, shut the blank up. Yeah. yeah. Capitol Hill cussing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, protesters showed up at the home of an army surge, uh, sergeant caught on video harassing a young black man just walking down the street. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Derek Chauvin did not testify and invoked his Fifth Amendment right, and now the prosecution and the defense rest. The evidence is now complete for this case. The start of deliberations will also mark the beginning of the jury's sequestering in a hotel. Uh, they have to stay at a hotel. Uh, Chauvin faces three charges, second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter. He has pleaded not guilty, but we all saw the tape. I'm on a uh, I'm on I'm on I'm on a text feed with twelve brothers. Uh-huh. Uh from college. Mm-hmm. That we all have remained friends over the years. Okay. There's twelve of us, we could be the jury. When when the defense rests their case, we ain't even gotta go in the back. We ready. <laughs> <laughs> y'all you know, stay in the jury yeah. box, right? No, we, in, in. All all cause all me and the brothers gonna do y'all ready? Yeah. <laughs> but, but you still have to hear closing arguments, and that'll be on Monday for you and your 12, uh, your 11 friends. <laughs> okay, so they just rested. Then they come back for close. For Monday, yes. for the closing okay. argument. Right after that, right and, after the defense get through talking. Okay. We don't have to go to lunch. <laughs> we ain't got to go in the back. <laughs> You're tired Ready. of being sequestered. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Harvey, you're the former, Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Have you pulled been been talking to him? I can tell by look we, on their face. Look we through. Yeah. We saw the tape, got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It went from eight forty six to nine twenty three. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the first charge of second to guilty. Yeah. They can't even read it out. Can I get it out? Get it out? Charges yeah. out. <laughs> go go. Go ahead. Somebody read the charges. I'm All right. Saying. The charges are uh, second-degree murder. Guilty. Third-degree murder. Guilty. And second-degree manslaughter. Guilty. Now, what? when do you want us here for sentencing, Judge? <laughs> <laughs> well, the judge does that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're good, wow. jury. Yeah. yeah. That's Everybody the way it needs to go, Steve. Yeah, That's because, yeah. Wasting all this time we with this. Do, they ain't got to leave and go nowhere. Cancel them sandwiches in the back. We don't mm-hmm. need them. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. The defense yeah. tried hard to say that he did not, you know, uh, die of the knee being on the neck. He, they tried hard. Also in Minneapolis, in the Dante Wright case, the ex-police officer Kim Potter has been charged with second-degree manslaughter. Potter pulled her Glock um, handgun and pointed it instead of using her taser gun and shot and killed Dante Wright. Uh, she was in jail on a $100,000 bail. She's out now. Mm. Mm. She's out now. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, wow. It was very painful to watch the Wright family uh, yesterday, another oh. press conference they had yeah. with uh, Dante's aunt, his sister, Destiny, mm-hmm. um, attorney Crump, his mm-hmm. parents, his family. Yeah. This It's just heartbreaking that we keep seeing this over and over. Oh, <sighs> and how busy is attorney Benjamin Crump? I mean, Man, he stay busy. case after Unfortunately, case after case after case. Busy. Yes, yeah. you know? That is, mm-hmm. I, come on. Anyway. Um, I'm sick of this country. Yeah. Uh, I'm sick of this country. The racism. Yeah. Of what's racism. happening in this country. I'm sick mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. I've been sick of it. A long and now time. the social media and the news is on and it just floods you. I'm, I'm sick of it. Yeah. Sick of it. And I'm very proud of the young people who are the Sean Kings, the Tamika Maris. The Charlemagnes, I like the young, the younger, frontline people. I really, really do. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of them. I'm just naming a couple, but I'm very, very happy and proud of the young people and who have movement. taken up the torch and the yeah. Black Lives Matter yeah. movement, mm-hmm. and the non-African Americans that have joined the movement, which mm-hmm. has given it more of a jolt than it's had in mm-hmm. in 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 two decades, in three years, decades, four years, years, yeah, right. four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We're grateful for that, really. It's just so sad. I, I mean, what can you say? We're here so many times, so much. I just don't know with the police I reform. I just wanted to ask you, Steve, you know, we talk about police reforming all the time. Uh, it's the reforming of racism, though. I just don't know if yeah. the, it'll change. Yeah. 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 When we yeah. come back, I have some thoughts on it. Okay. All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after my strawberry letter for today, the subject is my bestie got fired because of me. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. We'll get to the strawberry letter in a minute, but what do you have for us right now with this prank oh, nephew? Early, you know what I got? Oh, I, I got on to say. <laughs> <laughs> I got unorthodox methods. That's what this prank phone call is. That's what this is. Unorthodox methods. Yeah, that's what it is. (laughs) Unorthodox methods. Unorthodox. (laughs) Unorthodox methods. Let's go, Kat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach reach Brother Robert. And speaking. Hey, how you doing? I'm, uh, I'm calling you from the church. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing super fantastic. Any day above ground is a good day. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Hey, uh, hey, listen, man. We wanted to, uh, 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 being one of the brothers of the church, I wanted to give you a call, man. You didn't make it today, but you, uh, well, you know, your wife stood up today and uh, asked us to keep y'all in our prayers because y'all are definitely trying to bring a, a new child into the world, and and she let us know that, you know, uh, uh, she, she's she's uh, being a little older now, 41, 42. You know. It's, she said it takes a little longer to try and conceive a child than, you know, in your earlier years. So we, we definitely wanted to let you know, man, that we, we got y'all in our prayers, man. Uh, man, you just don't know how much we appreciate that, man. Yeah, we've been trying, but I know with, with prayers, all things are possible. Yeah, well, we definitely want to definitely wanna keep you all in our prayers, man, and uh, uh, hope that you all are able to conceive this child and bring, you know, bring, 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 bring a, new, a new child into this world. You know, the, the book says be fruitful and multiply. Definitely, definitely. Now, who who is this again? 
It's Brother Arthur. Brother Arthur. I don't know if you know me directly, but I'm, I'm Brother Arthur, one of the brothers at the church. Oh, okay, okay, Brother Arthur. Thank you. No, 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 Brother Robert, what I wanted to ask you, man, was have you considered any uh, any alternatives, uh, methods as far as, you know, uh, maybe helping this situation? Uh, we've looked at a few. Uh, what, what, what are you referring to as an alternative? Well, I mean, I, I think I have a, a good uh, thing then that, that might be able to help this thing speed up the process and, 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 and you guys will be expecting in no time, man. Man, we definitely open for some things like that. Well, what, what, what you got in mind? I mean, uh, well, what I have is a little, little unorthodox, man. But I think if if you allow me to to, to to help you on this, man, I think that you'll be definitely satisfied. And you know, man, if, if nine months from now you guys will be at the hospital waiting, looking for your your baby boy, or your baby girl, you know. Well, well clarify unorthodox. Okay. Um, see what what I have in mind, man. Is, is, is have you considered maybe like a surrogate father? Clarify. <laughs> Clarify surrogate, because I'm thinking the wrong thing. I don't. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. What do you mean by surrogate father? Well, what it is, man, is you know, you know, of course, a surrogate mother is someone that will carry a child for those that cannot carry one. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So what? 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 Uh, I've gone to the doctor and got myself checked out, man. Good physical and everything. I'm physically fit and everything. And you know, maybe I guess the complications are coming from. Uh, you, as far as the child not being, you know, you're not being able to conceive right now. No, 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 ain't, no, ain't nothing wrong with me, man. Okay. Now, now, what you mean by you physically fit? I mean, what what the hell they got to do with Sherry? Well, see, what I'm saying is, if 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 well, you know, if you if you allow me to come over and 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 supply my services, I mean, let's say if you left for a weekend, man, and and I stayed over there, by the time you get back, man, man what the f- wrong with you? Is, is this what's going on at this church, man? Am I at the wrong church? They, they, you, you telling me you trying? Help me understand. You saying you want to come over and 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 have sex with my wife? Well, I mean, I mean, don't don't look at it like that. Don't look at it like that. Look at it as if I'm helping you. I mean, all what you telling me indirectly? You just ain't use those words. Excuse me, now. Okay. You okay. telling me you want to come have sex? With my wife. No, no, no. I want to come over and just apply my services, man, and put you guys in a better position that you will be able what to have a child services? in your life. You, you understand what I'm saying? You understand where I'm coming from? No, I don't. Sound like you tell me you want to have sex with my life, man. What the f- is wrong with you, man? Hey, hold, hold on, hold on. No, this, this, this brother Arthur, man. Listen, see, what I'm, what I'm trying to do... Man, I don't give a f- if you brother Charles. Who the f- is brother Arthur, man? I don't know you. And then you talking about the church. What kind of shit? This this. No, no, this, really the church don't have nothing to do with this. It's me calling you to lend well, you. Well, you me saying I'm trying church. to be, if you allow me to be the surrogate father, I'll have a pregnant by the end of the week. Man, you got me up. As soon as I see, I'm coming to Bible study Tuesday to see you. You show up at Bible study so I see who the you are. Okay, okay, bro. Guaranteeing you want to have brother, 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 wife. Man, what brother, kind of Hey, brother, if you keep looking at it like that, how is we going to get this? How are we going to get past this so we can get you to this child, man? We ain't going to get past this. You talk about having sex with my wife. Where your wife at? Brother, you ain't got no wife? So I, I, I have a, a wife, brother, Robert. What I'm trying to do is help you along with yours and getting this child conceived. That's what I'm trying to help. Brother, you can't help me talking about having sex with my wife. You said on other days, I didn't think you was going that far with it. How the you get my phone number? Well, you know, we, we have people listed at the church. We have all phone numbers listed. He lists mine. And when I get that to you, I hope to see you because I'm going to punch you and... 
hey, look, man, why don't I, why don't I speak to your wife uh, when she comes to church this week, and I'll see how man, she... Man, don't say a thing to my wife. Hold on, I'm just going to talk to her and see how she feels about maybe, maybe you know, using man, this particular... No, no, you can't say Man, don't even look in her direction. Brother, brother, about, man, who are you? I need to see you myself. Okay, what, 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 what is all the anger, though, brother? What, 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 what? Man, you, man, you wouldn't be angry if you just sitting here telling me? Let's flip the script. I'm going to come have sex with your wife. Okay. You should get angry. Okay, brother, I, I, I got one more thing I need to tell you. Is, are, are, are you ready for, can I say this? Man, you better hurry up before I hang up in your face. Okay, are you, are you listening, brother Robert? I've been listening. I'm tired of listening. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife. <laughs> man, what you say? Hey. Man, hey, Tommy, hey. you can't be doing like that, man. I'm about to have a rest come to change with everybody in there. <laughs> but a minute your husband go straight punch parents in the mouth. Then look for you. <laughs> man Ooh. all right hey one more thing man tell me this what is what is the baddest i'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land the steve harvey morning show with <laughs> ignorant ass steve and ignorant ass nephew Tommy. <laughs> you play way too much oh he got that right talk about having sex with my wife that's what listen, I'm like. What? Listen, what? don't don't look at it like that. Sarah You're looking at it the wrong Clarify. way. All I'm saying, I can have a pregnant by the end of the week. Okay, mm, we, we, mm. <laughs> <laughs> by the end of the week, I, I got you straight, partner. No, you, you crossed the line with that one. Speed. All right. It's going down tonight. You can catch me in two places. You can catch me on the OWN Network, Ready to Love, the hit TV show, Ready to Love on the OWN Network tonight, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, Ready to Love, only on OWN. Ride with me. Oh, if you're in Birmingham, I am grabbing the microphone tonight, baby. Two shows tonight. They are sold out. Two show- There were two shows on Saturday and two on Sunday. I added a third show. It's 4 o'clock matinee. And you know what I like about 4 o'clock matinee? That's the grown and sexy. That 40 and up crowd. They come in there because they like to get on home before the sun go down. Y'all come on. I got it for you. 4 o'clock matinee. The nephew so they can go to work show. on Monday. Uh, Thanks. Thanks. I, that's Thanks. not what I said. Saturday ain't got nothing to do with money, okay? <laughs> Come on, y'all. We're going to see Tommy on Saturday so we can be at work on Monday, okay? Yeah. Jay told me to take off on Monday. He said, when you work like that, you say you can't overexert yourself, okay? He said, when you get sun- through Sunday, you need to relax and catch your breath. <laughs> You know, He's people got to understand. Today. <laughs> That's for way here today. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, my strawberry letter. The subject is, my bestie got fired because of me. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, sex, work, parenting and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. 
Thank you, nephew. Subject, my bestie got fired because of me. Dear Stephen Shirley, my best friend worked as a bartender at a popular restaurant, and she introduced me to the new manager of the restaurant recently. He's middle-aged, handsome, tall, and he has a nice beard. I was hooked on him because of how well he carried himself, and I've always been attracted to older men. This restaurant has the best Sunday brunch, and I'm always there with my bottomless mimosas and a few of my girlfriends, of my other girlfriends. There's always a great DJ there, and on this particular Sunday, I've been on the mimosas all afternoon. I stayed on the dance floor, twerking and having a good time. I locked eyes with the manager a couple of times while I was dancing, so I figured he was interested in me and liked what he saw. So when I went to the restroom, I walked past him and asked him if he saw something he liked because I'd caught him staring. Uh, He told me that I'm a beautiful woman, but I've had too much to drink and he's not serving me any more alcohol. I was embarrassed that he only saw me as a drunk thought. Unlike my friends, I can handle my liquor and I was having a great time and being playful. Something clicked in me, and I started cursing him out for misjudging me and being rude. He asked my best friend to come over and calm me down and put me out. She tried to defuse the situation, but then the manager said I'm a disgrace to women my age. My friend told him that his rudeness was uncalled for, and he fired her right then and there. He put us both out. The job was great extra income for her because of the great tips on Sundays. She's upset with me and I don't know how to fix this. Please help. Yeah, uh, this is a real mess right here. You made your girl lose her job. Um, Did you say something clicked in you and you started cursing him out? Uh, But you say you can handle your liquor. None of that goes together, okay? Because uh, here's a newsflash for you. You you can't handle your liquor. Um, what clicked in you was drunk, okay? Uh, you were drunk. You were just displaying drunk behavior, and despite the fact that you think you can handle your liquor, you can't. You, you really can't. So the first thing I would do is uh, stop drinking, okay? You got to stop because you can't handle it. Then I would apologize to my friend. I I really would. This is your best friend. You should apologize because you were acting up at her place of business, okay? Then I would go and apologize and talk to her former boss. Uh, Please be sober when you do this. I mean, nothing may come of this, but you got to try and talk to him. It, it talk him into giving your friend her job back, you know, saying that it was it was your fault, you know, blah, 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 blah. If that doesn't work, you help her look for another job. I mean, that's the least you could do. Uh, when she gets another job, please, you stay as far away from it as possible, okay? <laughs> do not go anywhere near it, you know? Uh, and, and <laughs> stop drinking. All right, Steve. Uh, my bestie got fired because of me. It pretty much says it all. All all of this is a direct result of your behavior from the top of the letter to the bottom. I'm going to also show you, you're not exactly what you think you are. Mm-hmm. You're just not. And, well, it's because of one reason. And here we go. Um, you got to introduce, you, you got a friend that's a bartender at this restaurant and you got introduced he was uh she was at work and you got introduced to his manager tall guy handsome and you like older men nice beard you was hooked on him 
you know, because of how he carried himself. You know, I, I got that. You've always been attracted to older men. Got it. Ain't no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But the restaurant got the best Sunday brunch, and I'm always there with, and you said my, with my bottomless mimosas mm-hmm. and a few of my other girlfriends. See, when you care about an event because of the sheer amount of alcohol that they allow you to consume, okay. it's a telltale that something could go wrong. Because you weren't just there with your friends. You was there because of the bottomless mimosas. Mm-hmm. Then they got a great DJ. And on this particular Sunday, I had been on the mimosas all afternoon. See, that's another deal. When you say you've been on some, Mm-hmm. Come you on. know, like if you've been on one, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was on crack all afternoon. I was Wait, on what? you, yeah. So you, when you own something, it's excessive. <laughs> I had been on what? the mimosas all afternoon. On them, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> sipping. I was on them, mm-hmm. <laughs> giving them no air. Wow. I was chugging like beer. I was throwing it back like shots. And I was drinking. Refill, refill. On the mimosas. Mm-hmm. I stayed on the dance floor. Twerking. Twerking <laughs> and having a good time. <laughs> what? I know. Good girl. You don't see this? Mm-hmm. Twerking is never for the twerk, for the twerker. Oh. It's for the man observing the twerk. That's who it's for. <laughs> Twerking is not for the person doing the twerk. It's for the person observing the twerk. Twerk is a see me dance. Not no, oh, I can't stop this feeling. No. Twerking (laughs) is for everybody else. I'm telling you what it is. All right, hold on, Steve. (laughs) Twerking ain't got a damn thing about how how you feel. Really? All right. We'll have part two of your response. Coming up in 23 minutes after the hour, my bestie got me fired. Uh, My bestie got fired because of me. That's what I should say. That is the subject of today's Strawberry Letter, and we'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. My bestie got fired because of me. Yeah, best friend worked at a bar. This girl's got a girlfriend that's a bartender popular restaurant, introduced him to the new manager. She liked the manager. He's older, tall, way the way he's carrying himself. And, you know, she's always been, like, attracted to older men. Mm-hmm. Uh, this particular Sunday, they got the best brunch ever. And they have, right off the top, what she pointed, uh, really excellent brunch. And she said, on this particular Sunday, I'm always there with my bottomless mimosas, which means she cares about drinking to the point where there is no end. This is bottomless drink. Yeah. I drank till I can't even <laughs> pour it in my mouth no more. She pouring a drink and it's just running down the cracks of her mouth all over her blouse. Because she just can't put no more in her. Yeah. Because she can't pour no more down there. Uh-uh. It's, it's, but the, see, the, the mimosas might be bottomless. Mm-hmm. But your, 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 your intake of them is not. And so what happened was this particular Sunday, she had been on the mimosas all afternoon. We said this earlier. When you are on something, Mm -hmm. that's excessive. You you on crack. I was down there talking to them. I was cussing them out. I was on one. 
you know, uh-huh. when you own something, that's you accessible. So I was on the mimosas all afternoon. I stayed on the dance floor, twerking and having a good time. Twerking is for other people. Well, we twerking learned something is not today, for you. Because I didn't know that. Twerking is not for the twerker. It's for the twerky. It's for really? the person who sees it. Because you can't even see your ass doing all that. <laughs> but if you had buy a mirror, you can see. Yeah, you buy a mirror, but the mirror ain't on the dance floor. So it's Sometimes. you looking. No, no. You only reason you looking back there is to see who looking at you. <laughs> Break it twerking all the way is down. Not Steve. for you. It's for the not twerker, but the twerky. Okay. So now so much twerking knowledge yeah. today. Well, let me give it to you, cause watch what happens right next. I uh, stayed on dance floor twerking, having good. I locked eyes. Mm-hmm. With the manager a couple of times while I was dancing slash twerking, yeah. so I figured he was interested in me and liked what he saw. Twerking is for showing. <laughs> for letting you twerking is it. not a dance; it's an exhibition. Now that part she I was definitely exhibiting. agree with you. Mm-hmm. You're right about that. So when I went to the restroom, I walked past him, and after he saw something he liked, because mm. I caught him staring. He told me I'm a beautiful woman, but I've had too much to drink, and he's not serving me any more alcohol. Because he couldn't believe this little fine chick was out here doing all of this. Because you was doing the most. Mm Because your bottomless ass was out there on them mimosas. She was on it. You done drank so many damn mimosas, your judgment is impaired. That's what people don't understand about alcohol. It impairs your judgment. So now what you thought was out there was cute was way too damn much. Now the man going, wow, this fine sister right here just got herself looking crazy. So he told you he ain't serving you no more alcohol. You ain't getting no more. You'd have had your last mimosa. You can't, ain't no more bottle. <laughs> so Bottom then she out. said, I was embarrassed that he only saw me as a drunk thought. Ooh. Oh, do you know why you didn't see yourself as a drunk thought? Because you was drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. She was drunk. See, and drunk. that alcohol has impaired your judgment. You don't know. You think you're killing it. Mm-hmm. But he going, this chick is way too much. Unlike my friends, I can handle my liquor. Really? What? Well, you just got seen as a drunken thought, and this was you, unlike my friends, I can handle my liquor, and I was having a great time and being playful. Yeah, but you don't know how playful you was because your judgment was impaired Mm -hmm. because your ass has had, you done tried to get to the bottom of the mimosas, and they bottomless. They told you at the dope, this Sunday they bottomless. Now, you don't put too much in your system, and the rest of it ain't even in your blood. So now, as you twerking and having fun, as more of it enters the bloodstream, now you way more playful than you thought you were. Come on, Dr. Harvey. Yeah, you know, all that, that is in the blood system. Now, you 08. Yeah. Now, you all up at 2.7 now. Yeah. You don't even know it, and you still pouring bottomless mimosa. You had a 4.9. <laughs> you a damn earthquake that's doing serious damage. <laughs> so then I'm I'm I can handle my liquor and having a great time. Mm-hmm. Something clicked in me. Yeah. You you don't know what that was. Uh-huh. It was them damn mimosas. Yeah. <laughs> Something clicked in me and mm-hmm. I started cussing him out for misjudging me and being rude. He didn't misjudge you. 
And yeah, boy, girl, I got to tell you something. You really handle your liquor. You let your liquor drive the car. You let your liquor do all the talking. You had your liquor out there handling the dance routine. That liquor had your ass twerking, cussing, fighting. He asked my best friend to come over and calm me down and put me out. She tried to defuse the situation, but then the manager said, I'm a disgrace to women my age. Woo! My friend told him his rudeness was uncalled for, and he fired her right then and there. He put us both out. The job was extra income for her because she has great tips on Sundays. She's upset with me, and I don't know how to fix this. Please help. Go to your girl and tell her you apologize. Go in there like Shirley said and try to get her her job back. Probably going to have to do some extra twerking to get it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Steve. Coming up. Because you are a drunken thought. Coming up in 46 <laughs> minutes after Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got for us, Junior? Well, Shirley, I, 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 we had so much going on this week. I forgot to mention this, but this is big, though, and I, I want y'all to really consider this. This, this, is, okay. this is really big. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Hideki Matsuyama, who won the Masters over Ooh. last weekend. Ooh, uh, did you first, say that name? Yeah, yeah, Hideki Matsuyama. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, he he is the first Japanese player to win the Masters. Uh, he turned in a nice. 10 under par for four mm-hmm. days of work. Mm-hmm. And guess his, okay. what his take-home pay was? What? See, I didn't even know this. Cool $2 million, a little over $2 million. Okay. Now, like that. that's for first place. Now, here's what I have discovered about the Masters, which I didn't even know. And mm-hmm. this is what we're going to all be doing now. Next year, we're all going to be playing in the Masters because second place <laughs> took home $1.5 million. Okay, <laughs> you don't even have to win the Masters. Yeah. Just, just get in there. Now here's another thing: the top fifty players is getting a check, and look at For this. How much? Uh, okay, look, just pick a number. Pick a number. Top. Uh, 30, 30, 30, number thirty-two. Number thirty-two got seventy-one thousand three hundred dollars. Do y'all hear what I'm saying right now? Okay. I'm not. You can't win. I'm if not you don't saying. Play. Uh-huh. I'm not saying I'm gonna be the next Tiger Woods. But I will be the first Puma Forest. That's my name when I get out there on this golf course. Because you don't really have to win to get a nice check at the Masters. Look, like, look, Tommy, fifth place. Got uh-huh. 460000 for coming in fifth. That's what Jordan Spieth made. 460000 had Yeah, for fifth. Carla, look, yes. I can't tell y'all. 46. 46 mm-hmm. place. Just for four days, got $35,650. What I'm saying to us is, why are we on this radio show? We need to be on this golf course. This is every weekend. I have found this to be true for it. us. We are uh-huh. playing around. Look, I'm going to tell you right now. I don't All care right, if you Junior, come in. I, like I don't care if you come in 20th, okay? Uh-huh. 20th is 149 $149,500. More than my salary. Look at how much the money they make. And he was 20th. He wasn't nowhere in the top 10. He just was 20th. I, I'm not great at golf, but I know I can get 51. That's 28000 right there. Every week. Hello? Wow. Hello? You don't have to win the Masters, people. You just have to just be in the be on the list. You need to be playing on Sunday. That's all. You just you gotta need. be playing on Sunday. You gonna have a check. Don't even worry about it. Congratulations, Matsuyama. But I'm telling you right now, I am gonna be there next year. Look out for Puma Forest coming. I'm, I'm not Tiger Woods, but I am Puma Forest. I'm a Forest. I'm a bear. All right, Puma thank Forest. you, Junior. I love it. Coming Junior. up, yes. Coming up at the top of the hour. 
I don't know if you guys knew this, but America is facing a ketchup package shortage. We're going to talk about no! that right after this. Yes. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, in trending food news, got to ask you something. If you're having uh, lunch today and you need some ketchup, well, I suggest you bring your own ketchup because there is a shortage of ketchup in the United States. I knew I should have grabbed a handful out of that restaurant. Yeah, it's led to Americans selling single-use packets obtained from fast food restaurants on eBay and other marketplaces. So they're selling them on eBay and what? The coronavirus pandemic phenomenon, as reported by the Wall Street Journal, has led to ridiculous spikes in prices for the single-use packets, including one listing for three packets on eBay Wednesday afternoon that had been bid up to $11.50, and it was designated oh, a packet of for one packet. Yeah. How much? $11.50, 50, $11.50, Steve. Stop. Ketchup ain't that good. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, that I got to pay almost $12 now the, for it. For now that packet? I'm an adult. <laughs> for a packet, for a little mm-hmm. bit of packet. Yeah. Yeah. During the pandemic, everyone was ordering food to go. Um, so, you know, I guess. That's a shortage, huh? Yeah, that makes it a shortage. Uh, but good news, Kraft Heinz said the in a statement that it is ramping up production to meet shortage demand. So there you go. Good. They're going to take mm. care of it. But until then, you got your eleven fifty. <laughs> I wish I was one pack. Yeah, I'm not that into ketchup any like I was as a kid. I mean, ketchup and milk. Ooh, I loved. But now, I can eat fries without ketchup. But what do you guys like your ketchup on besides fries? That's the obvious yes, answer. Really hmm Yeah. Burgers. I like ketchup on burgers. Fries. Oh, burgers. Yeah. No, I'm fries. a mayo man. Mustard. Oh, on your like burger? Mayo. Now, if I have yeah. mustard, I got to have ketchup. But if I have mayo, that's it. I you can't stand mm-hmm. bacon on a burger. What? what? can't stand You don't like a I bacon cheeseburger? Absolutely yeah, I, not. I, I'm kind of like that, too. I'm, not really I'm a, a bacon purist person, when it comes though. to burgers. I don't like no. eggs. Do you like eggs on your burger? Yes. Hell yeah. At Fat Burger. Yes. Yes. See, I don't. Uh, don't. Fat Burger mm-hmm. got that King Burger. <laughs> what? Sweet, that is some good eating, right? Thinking about that on my next cheat day when I get back. <laughs> yes. I can't yes. do it. I can't. Now, do uh-uh. you guys put ketchup on your hot dog? That's always a debate. If people put ketchup on your hot dog. Yeah. I if I eat a hot, hot dog, dog, yeah. Ketchup yeah. and mustard, though. Those two go together for me. Okay. You put yeah. ketchup on your hot dog, too, Steve? Junior say, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I do, but I got to have mustard with it. Oh, yeah. Mustard without a doubt. Mustard is a must. Mustard and onions. (laughs) Mustard is a must. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. On the hot dog. On a hot dog. Yeah. You can't do that ketchup on that. And and what about relish and onions and all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah. On the hot dog. Oh, yeah. You know, surely Chicago dogs. Chicago, the best dogs in the world. Little peppers on it. Mm -hmm. Yes. The bread with the seeds on it. Yep. Oh, yeah. The bread with the seeds. Remember, I first went to Chicago and had one, and I fell in love. Yeah. But y'all don't don't do it like Cleveland. Them Polish boys in Cleveland, y'all don't know nothing about that. What? what do you do with a polo sausage? But the west side of Chicago, you what? Are you polo t- sausage? Uh, now. No, you're not. Uh-uh. <laughs> Polish on, <West> sausage. Side. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
with those onions. Oh, come on, Steve. Onion. What? Yeah. What you put on your Polish sausage? This way, this only way it go. <laughs> attitude? Oh, we got an attitude about this. Bun. Bun. Yeah, bun. French fries on the bun. Okay. Polish sausage on top of the fries. Uh-huh. Slaw on top of the Polish boy. Barbecue sauce on top of the slaw. Some more fries on top of the slaw. And some more barbecue sauce. That's a damn Cleveland Polish boy. Yeah, I told you you don't know no, what that no. is. No, now, you have Polish sausages in Chicago, but you ain't had no damn Polish boy. I know yes, you don't hear all of them going to be upset. <laughs> Polish boy, I said it. I know where it's from. <laughs> all right, look at the time. We got to go. A Polish sausage uh, fight. More of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so a judge could force R. Kelly to pay a Mississippi sheriff for ruining his marriage, okay? Uh, Sheriff Kenny Bryant filed a suit claiming R. Kelly had an affair now, had an affair with his wife, Asia Childress, and gave her a sexually transmitted disease. Sheriff Bryant alleged that R. Kelly caused him emotional, psychological, and financial loss. And then Bryant requested that the judge allow him to dispose, uh, depose uh, R. Kelly and question him in a Chicago prison cell. Um... That's crazy right there. I yeah. mean, but what? hey, it was his wife. Yeah, it was his wife. But uh, Mississippi law uh-huh, does allow you to uh, sue a rival for wife stealing. So there you go. Wow. I, I don't think it's going to be no deposing going on in that jail cell with him and R. Kelly in it. I really don't believe that. Why? Because uh, you going to be in there with R. Kelly. He stole your wife. It's going to be a fight in there. That's what that's going to be. Oh, oh, oh yeah. you mean the sheriff is just- Yeah, the sheriff going to be in the cell with R. Kelly. You think they going to talk? Right, exactly. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> you going to ask him what, when he meet her? What you think? Yeah. What's so the how next is it re- recording yeah. the Chocolate Factory album, R. Kelly? <laughs> no, it's- no, no, no. It's going down. It's yeah. going down in that cell. That's all mm-hmm. I can tell this you. This is I, I Mr. Do. Cheryl. How you doing, Mr. Cheryl? It's <laughs> another case. <laughs> All right. (laughs) We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Derek Chauvin did not testify and invoked his Fifth Amendment right, and now the prosecution and the defense rest. The evidence is now complete for this case. The start of deliberations will also mark the beginning of the jury's sequestering in a hotel. Uh, They have to stay at a hotel. Uh, Chauvin faces three charges, second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter. He has pleaded not guilty. But we all saw the tape. I'm on a uh, I'm on I'm on I'm on a text feed with twelve brothers. Uh-huh. Uh from college. Mm-hmm. That we all have remained friends over the years. Okay. There's twelve of us, we could be the jury. When when the defense rests their case, we ain't even gotta go in the back. We ready. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all stay in the jury yeah. box, right? We, in. All all cause all me and the brother gonna do y'all ready? Yeah. <laughs> but- but you still have to hear closing arguments, and that'll be on Monday for you and your 12, uh, your 11 friends. 
Okay, so they just rested. Then they come back for close for Monday yes. for the closing okay. argument. Right after that, right and after the defense get through talking. Okay, we don't have to go to lunch. <laughs> we ain't got to go in the back. <laughs> You're tired of being sequestered. Uh (laughs) Mr. Harvey, you're the former, yeah. (laughs) Have you been been talking to him? I can tell by the look on their face. We through. We saw the tape, got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It went from 846 to 923. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. In the first charge of second, guilty. Yeah. They can't even get it out. Can I get it out? Charges yeah. out. <laughs> go, go, go ahead. Somebody read the charges. I'm All the right. Former. The charges are uh, second degree murder. Guilty. Third degree murder. Guilty. And second degree manslaughter. Now, what? When do you want us here for sentencing, Judge? <laughs> <laughs> well, the judge no, does that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're good, wow. jury. Yeah, yeah that's the way it needs to go, Steve. Yeah, because, yeah, wasting all this time with you this. Do, they ain't got to leave and go nowhere. Cancel them sandwiches in the back. We don't need mm-hmm. them. <laughs> yeah. Also in Minneapolis, in the Dante Wright case, the ex-police officer Kim Potter has been charged with second-degree manslaughter. Potter pulled her Glock um, handgun and pointed it instead of using her taser gun and shot and killed Dante Wright. Uh, she was in jail on a $100,000 bail. She's out now. Mm. She's out now. Yeah. Sick of the I'm same. Sick. Racism. The racism. Yeah. Of what's racism. happening in this country. I'm sick mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. I've been mm-hmm. sick of it. A long and now time. the social media and the news is on and it just floods you. I'm, I'm sick of it. Sick of it. And I'm very proud of the young people who are the Sean Kings, the Tamika Maris, the, the Charlemagnes. I like the young, the younger frontline people. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. And it's our last break of the week, as a matter of fact. And uh, we'll close yeah. out the show <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day and our last break of the week for this very trying week. This has been a week. Yeah. Uh, but we survived, Oof. thank the good yeah, Lord. Um, yeah. yeah, we did. And uh, Steve, we're going to turn know, it over I'm, to you, you now. You know, I'm over here in Africa, mm-hmm. and I had an interesting conversation with a, a very high up person who is in the. Uh, I, I can't say who it was because I don't want people to put it together and say he was talking about uh, this person. But they have a really incredible title over here. And they're not from South Africa. They're from another part of Africa. And she was African. And when I tell you in a major position, I kid you not, a major position. And we were talking, and we got to talking about America. And I was just asking her how was the vaccines coming. She said it's slow, very slow. They have very little. I was just thinking of things, and I said, well, I'm so... She said, America didn't seem to handle it right. And I was saying to her, I said, well, we had the wrong leadership. I said, because we took the wrong approach. We first denied that it was happening. And then we didn't take it serious enough to get uh, people with social distancing masking in place. And we opened back up too soon and we shut down too late. We did a number of things wrong. Bad leadership. She asked me, are you talking about Donald Trump? And I said, yes. She said, what is wrong with you people? 
She said, Donald Trump was one of the best presidents you've ever had. And it, it stunned me. It was just it was stunned me because the woman was African. And I was sitting there talking with her and a lot of powerful people were around. And she said, especially you being from Hollywood, you Hollywood types don't understand him at all. You, you're reading the bad press about him. He's a Christian man and he's done more for your country than even your other president that you had. I said, well, well, what other president are you talking about? She said he was, more, he was better for you than Obama. And so I'm trying to be respectful because I'm telling you, when I'm telling you this person was really, really high up, I was, I'm, I'm, and so then she said, well, let's stop talking about politics. I can tell by the look on your face that you don't agree with me. I said, okay, let's move on. But she continued the conversation. And she was trying to tell me how important Trump was. And I just stopped because I can't take this no more. And I said, excuse me, you're talking about the same man who referred to Africa and Haiti as an S-hole country. You, you do. And she said, that's just one remark. Why do you think he wasn't a great president after all he's done? I said, okay, help me understand. What did he do? And she just, she couldn't tell me anything. And I said, with no disrespect, I have been black for 64 years in the United States of America. And we have been sick of this for so long. We don't know what else to do. I said, the only hope we have of turning this around if at all is we get more people who are not of color to join in with us, which is what I see a little turn of events starting to happen now. She says, well, I don't, I don't see the complaint. I said, wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you how sick we've been of this. We've been sick the entire 400 years of this slavery and the conditions caused by slavery. Nat Turner was sick of it. Harriet Tubman was sick of it. Frederick Douglass was sick of it. All the great inventors, Louis Pasteur, Granville, all of them, George Washington Carver, everybody been sick of it. We've been sick and tired. We were sick of it when the recession hit. We've been sick of it since the recession hit and hit us even harder. We were sick of it when y'all waited two years to tell us we was free in Texas. So we got a holiday called Juneteenth. I'll tell you how long we've been sick of this mess. We've been sick of it since we got here. And why ain't nobody understanding this, man? That we out of patience. We don't have no more to give to this for you. We ain't waiting no more. Like Martin Luther King said, we just want America to be what they say they is on paper. Stop all this, the pursuit of happiness, the inalienable right to happiness, the pursuit of happiness. Everybody's equal. We're not. We're not. Rosa Parks was sick and tired of it. Martin Luther King was sick and tired of it. Malcolm X was sick and tired of it. Sean King is sick and tired of it. Tamika Mari is sick and tired of it. The Breakfast Club is sick and tired of it. The Ricky Smiley Show, sick and tired of it. The D.L. Hughley Show, sick and tired of it. The biggest one, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, is sick and tired. We all sick and tired of it. We sick and tired of y'all shooting our children, killing our men. We are sick and tired of police brutality.
Why won't they just comply? Why did he run? We get shot if we stand still. We get shot if we don't have a gun. We get shot for cell phones. We get shot when we answer our door. We get shot when we get pulled over for a traffic light. Why don't you stand still? If you're going to shoot me while I'm standing still, I might as well run. Let me try that. You shoot us when we eating. You shoot us for playing our music. Y'all kill us. Y'all kill us for stopping us for a routine traffic. And is this never ever happens to nobody except us. This don't happen to white kids. This don't happen to white men and white women. It only happens to black people. What? What y'all want, man? We gonna keep protesting about. But when y'all gonna help us in this bull crap? Cause we tired. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 